Welcome everybody to Chat Shit Get Hazed. It's been a while since we've had one of these podcasts. Um, it's we been a, few, a while. We had a few big things. We had a few big, big uh, things going on. Um, our boy Jordan Weiss proposed to his uh, girlfriend, now fiance, and um, Dylan had a few trips planned with his girlfriend, and that's the reason why we haven't recorded in about a month. So let's uh, dive toast. right in. A toast. The Weiss and Jules. Happily ever Jules. after. Sponsor us. Appreciate it, fellas. Sponsored by Hazy, but not really. No, don't and also, can <laughs> you gummies? It is if the best you'd like beer. to sponsor me, please feel free. <laughs> well, what do you got today, boys? Yeah, lead us off with golf talk. Well, first things first, shout out to Phil Mickelson, over 50 years old, winning the PGA Championship uh, almost a month ago down at Kiowa Island, South Carolina. Right on the water, that course runs pretty much parallel with the coastline, lots of wind out there. Uh, it was a grueling dog fight and, and Phil came out on top. What can I say? He was down the stretch with Brooks Kepka, a, a known PGA champion twice alongside two U S opens, uh, really, really tough course and conditions all week long. I think the final score was minus six, lots of guys over oh, par right cut line, well over par, uh, Tremendous tournament. Really happy for Lefty there, and uh, he's owning it too. He's really, he's really showed everyone. his mental fortitude out there on yeah. the course. He, the old dog, you know, could stayed uh, stayed stronger than the young bucks. So, to and speak. I think to your point there, Colin. I think uh, on thirteen on Sunday, he hit a ball into the water with a five, four or five stroke lead. He didn't know it. He thought it was a lot closer. He thought it was a two or three stroke lead, but he did have four or five shot lead into the water. And you didn't see him wince. You didn't, he wasn't upset visibly. He wasn't ever too emotionally up or down. Um, really stayed strong throughout that entire final round. So with that, uh, we had the, uh, the Byron Nelson out here in Dallas, where I am this week at an undisclosed location. Uh, over what? there at uh, Colonial. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I'm out here in Texas, but I won't say exactly where. Somewhere oh, your Dallas. location is undisclosed. I thought you said the tournament. I was like, what is this, the tournament of aliens? Like, fuck. <laughs> aliens no, it, was, it was played over in, uh, in Fort Worth at Colonial. So uh, that was Jordan Spieth for three days. He started out with a seven under round on Thursday. I thought he was going to go wire to wire, no doubt. Uh, and then Jason Kokrak was playing solid all week. And uh, after 232 starts, he got two wins in his next 17 starts. So it shows that the PGA Tour can be a grind. You, you might think you're never going to win, but then you win twice in a matter of, you know, three months. So really cool for Jason Kokrak. Sorry for Spieth, but Spieth has been playing great all year. I think he's really close. And uh, we have the U.S. Open coming up next week. The guys are out there in South Carolina this week at the Congaree. Uh, golf club which is the palmetto championship it's the inaugural year we'll see if it sticks around it's really in place of the canadian open which canada and the u.s border issues still going on with COVID 19 but fast forwarding next week down there in san diego at tory pines really looking forward to this u.s open hasn't been played there since uh, 2008 when tiger woods won it in a playoff over rocco mediate 18 hole playoff on monday that was just spectacular, and I know there's going to be some fireworks this next week down there at Torrey Pines in San Diego. Kokrak has a phenomenal name. 
There had to be a joke for that somewhere. It reminds you of Margo Robbie and Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah. Great film. If you haven't seen it, highly That's recommend just, finding some quaaludes. If you, you know, if you haven't seen it, blow yourself up. <laughs> yeah. That is just unacceptable. I, I concur. <laughs> I've All seen right, it like Dylan. six times minimum. Thank you for the update on golf. Always love your insights and uh, expertise there. And now we're going to throw it to Chaucey, who's got big things to talk about in the world of soccer. As you guys said, it's it's great to be back. Uh, it's been a minute, but, you know, better late than never. Um, yeah, a lot going on in the soccer world. Chelsea, champions of Europe, baby. Um, we did it. God, I almost want to cry again just talking about it. But <laughs> Christian Pulisic, I mean, I just want to highlight this guy for a minute. I mean the stud for America these days. I mean, we have a lot of big names, don't get me wrong, but this kid in a matter of about 10 days won the UEFA Champions League, which is the biggest club. Yeah, I mean, it's the biggest club championship in the world each year. It's essentially the Super Bowl for soccer in Europe. So that was huge. I mean, a lot of people doubted us. We changed managers mid-season. We had a, a lot of resilience. We showed a lot of resilience. Oh, Jazzy, we lost you. You're muted what? somehow. Oh, you're back. Nope. Am I here? You're back. back. Okay. And then, yeah, my man's was riding. Oh, no, my internet connection is unstable. That's why. <laughs> um, that's unfortunate. Uh, Ten days later, the guy goes into the CONCACAF League Championship. Um, number 20 in the world, USA, taking on number 11 in the world, Mexico. We went down in the first two minutes of the game. We fought back. Uh, we ended up this winning it, nuts. hoisting the first trophy. First trophy in, in that uh, competition's history. So, uh, you know, it's good to see the kids staying happy. A lot of confidence going into World Cup qualifying because we're not be- going to be playing in the Euro tournament, obviously. And, and um, yeah, so uh, a lot of a lot of fun stuff in soccer. The Euros kicked off today. We'll play the uh, we'll see the final in one month from today, I believe, in London. Um, a lot of fun games to watch. Uh, France, I'm rocking the jersey. Um, group F, I believe, group of death. We've got Germany, Hungary, Portugal and ourselves. So um the top two teams in each group go through. And then I believe it's the top scoring third place teams in each group that will also advance. So for those heavy hitting groups, such as the group of death that France is in, um, you know, we could see a third place team going through from there, especially with some heavy hitters and the big powerhouses like Portugal and Germany and France, because I don't, I don't picture a lot of those those teams uh, crashing out early with the the caliber that they have, um, but yeah, lot to look forward to. So lots of soccer. Um, I got caught watching my stream today at work by multiple coworkers, and I really don't care. I wore my jersey. If they want to fire me, so be it. If you guys are listening out here, um, anything I say does not represent my employer and are my own thoughts. And that's my disclaimer, compliance specialist Chaucey, and I will pass it back to Barbara. 
Thanks, Jossie. Um, yeah, the the Euros, one of the biggest biggest tournaments tournaments for soccer in the world. It's all the yeah. big uh, European nations. Um, and there's games literally every single day on ESPN. I think like three yeah. games a day for literally a month straight. So from six a.m. to noon. Yep. So even if yeah. you don't like soccer or whatever, and you work at home and you've got an open screen, I would throw it on yeah. because these are some of the best players in the world. And just. now that the fans are back, these guys are passionate. You can hear the chants. You mm-hmm. can hear the boos. It's 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 yeah. good. The the world nature is healed healing again. Yeah. Nature is healing. Yeah. So I would highly recommend it. Just throw it on ESPN, and then mm-hmm. um, we got we got big things to talk about in uh, the NBA world with the playoffs going on. LeBron's early exit, the Suns tearing it up, absolutely dominating. And we're going to throw it to Clayton, who's got his insights for, for the playoff run. Yep, thanks, Barber. Um, yeah, we're in the second round of the NBA playoffs. It's my favorite time of the year, being the NFL and NBA super fan that I am. Um, a lot of things to look forward to. You know, in the first round, we saw young, exciting teams like uh, Memphis, the Knicks, Dallas, who all had a lot of high expectations because of the regular seasons that they had. Um, and I think it's going to have a lot of implications in the off season. Like you saw Portland lose again in the first round. Uh, it's not going to be very exciting for a player of Damian Lillard, you know, so who knows what his future holds in the NBA where, where he could possibly end up. Um, but at this point, you know, I'm pretty much rooting for anybody except for the Nets. I think that, <laughs> I think that the entire thing is the Nets to have it's theirs. I really don't see anybody beating them in, in a seven-game series. Um, and, you know, with that being said, the prideful son of a bitch I am, Barbara did mention that the Suns are tearing it up. I have said since the beginning of the season the Nuggets are going to win the West, and I'm going to keep at it. So yesterday, with the Suns being up 2-0 in that series, they're actually playing – they're tipping off in about – I think they already yeah. did tip off actually today. But I put a bet down for 10 bucks at plus – three or i'm sorry 3300 odds for the nuggets to win the west and they're down 2-0 right now so i'm sticking with my gut on that one um they got the mvp they got a really big lineup but guys that are versatile and can guard a number of positions so i'm sticking with the nugs in the west but like i said i think it's uh it's it's the nets to have i don't think anybody beats them in seven games but i have a question for you yeah shoot if uh, Damian Lillard could pick any team in the NBA to go to this offseason mm-hmm. where you think he could win a championship, where where are you going if you're him and you had a choice from all the teams? Well, it's tough because he's on a contract. So, like, I Put think- all that aside. Put all that aside. Just if he were to go to one team this offseason to win a championship, where, where are you going? Lakers? Yeah. It may be LeBron. I, I was seeing, I was I seeing some heat rumors. I was seeing the coolest, some heat the, the coolest thing would be would be to pair him with Luca, I think. I was, was going to say that would, that would be that would be fucking fire. I yeah. Luca. I'm that, the biggest Luca fan ever. That's something Luka's I wanted more to talk like about. Like a shooting guard kind of. Um the Mavericks too. Luca's right? a point, bro. That guy needs to run the floor bar. But oh, I think, 100%. I guess, yeah. I think that the Mavericks are going to have a really interesting offseason because I don't know if it was Rick Carlisle or whoever is kind of making the decisions there, but if you look at game seven against the Clippers in the first round, their starting lineup, every player played like 40 minutes, their bench, you know, the five guys off the bench, four guys off the bench, whatever it was, nobody played over like 10. So 
I think if the Mavericks make the right moves in the offseason, get either some more depth or a starter, push a guy to the bench, get a couple more guys, um, they're going to be really dangerous. It could sound like Perzingis out too. He doesn't feel like he's a star anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's, he's been necessarily injured. a good fit anyway. Yeah, he's I mean well, that could be good leverage though for them to bring in another piece that you know could be a better complement to Luca. Because I mean, obviously they're they're really good and it's fun to see like their little Euro squad they're building over there. I honestly peak, dude. Like the Mavericks are one of my favorite teams besides for the Warriors in the league to watch. Yeah, uh, I mean, I went I went to Oracle to one of the last games before they shut it down there and watched us get blown out by 30 points. Dirk put up his uh, cr- uh, season high of that game, like 21 points in his final season. Yeah. Um, so I didn't even care we got blasted. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. And then Damien also posted that cryptic Nip- Nipsey Hustle lyrics tweet after they lost that game, basically like questioning his future and so everyone was talking about that like all the analysts and stuff like what does this mean is he out and stuff but yeah I, I, I don't think portland's like a like a place players are dying to go play and when yeah. you have a player like damian lillard who's like top five guy top seven guy in the league like at this point he's got to secure his legacy and hopefully get a ring in the future right I'm rolling it remi- with Stephen A. It reminds me of OKC in recent years, Portland. Oh, don't even bring up Stephen A. Smith in this. Dude, he has a good point about big market Dame, though. Dame needs to be in a big market. And yeah. I could see New York. I could see L.A. It's got to be one Dude. of them. I hate it how everyone says New York's a big market. They haven't been a big market in 30 fucking years. For they are the biggest market. They are now, though. They're like the biggest market right now. Yeah, look at the Nets and the Knicks, dude. Now, yeah, now I have a question. Do you think Dame would even want to play with LeBron based on how he acted the last couple of weeks? And because dude, I was that... frankly, his post-game conference, press conference after that last game, making stupid fucking jokes about that what I assume movie. is going to be a god-awful movie, Space Jam 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, dude. You got yeah. no. He's not looking like a leader. He's walking off the court before the game even ends. He's Bro, goddamn. The mileage is catching up with LeBron. Here comes the demise. This was the start to, of it. To answer your question, no, I don't. I don't think he would want to go play there. But with, like, you know, to uh, go back to Chaucey's question, like, I think that would probably be the best opportunity to win a championship. But yeah. I don't. I don't think he would want to. And I on top of that, like realistically, with the contract that he's on, um, only so many teams would be able to put together a package to get him on their team. So right, right. And the Lakers wouldn't give up AD or LeBron. Like the package would start with Kuzma. So it's not going to get the <laughs> it's not going to get the deal done. But when LeBron leaves to go play with his son in a couple of years, if that well, happens, the, the, LeBron's just going to get his son to the Lakers somehow. I don't see that. I think LeBron leaves the Lakers, and that would make room for Dame. At the end of his contract, too. But I feel like I feel like playing with LeBron is where that championship. Not when he's 38, 39. He's still the best. Well, yeah, we're talking far down the line. He dude, he's got a lot of mileage. He's just playing for like the the points total right now, I feel like. And then yeah. he'll retire. He I just can't wants believe that record. First round exit for the first time. In what, 18 years? 15. At least for 14 playoff runs. He's 14 and one in first rounds now. It's super yeah. satisfying. Um, 
I think it's also a really fun time for uh, young NBA fans because, like, you know, if, you, if you're, let's say you're 15 years old at this point in your life, for the past 10 years, you've only seen Curry and LeBron in the finals. Now you get kind of get to expand your horizons and be like, oh, this player's kind of cool. This guy, you know, Devin Booker's sweet. Oh, Ben Simmons on the Sixers is killing it. These I guys love Devin them. Booker. You know, it's it's yeah. a, it's a fun time for the NBA because Bro, Trey Young. I feel like hella kids are about to be yeah. Trey Young fans the too. Trae like Young. they were Curry fans. You know, now, he's like the new Curry, pretty much. Not only that, but I'm pretty sure the winner, no matter what, is a first time ever franchise winner. Is that yeah. correct? There's like yeah. four teams, but the the other four that are still in there, like. I don't think of one yeah. since the late '80s or something yeah, crazy. Crazy. Oh, yeah. uh, Clay, I just saw what you put up on the wall. That is fresh. Yeah, I got the little Warriors uh, championship poster behind me. There we go. Did you guys see Clay doing the Marshawn into the lake the other day? <laughs> Did the Marshawn like crotch grab, <laughs> jump into the lake, and then it just showed. I'm glad, he's, I'm glad he's jumping around. I hope it's <laughs> right. I know easy, buddy. Yeah. Easy. Suns, Clippers, Nuggets, and Fox. Uh, Jazz. Jazz have never won. Never won. Uh, the Hawks have won? No, it's no. Yeah. I forget. The Suns, the Jazz. Nets. Nuggets. The Nets. The, the Nets is one of them. The Nets and the Nuggets. That's surprising the Nets never won those Jason Kidd and like Kenyon Martin days, bro. They went to the finals. They went to the finals. I think Vince Clay, you would know this. Was Vince Carter on that team at one point? Yeah. Jason Kidd and uh, Kenyon Martin. That team was their starting lineup was Jay Kidd, Vince Carter, Richard Jefferson, Kenyon Martin, Marcus King. Richard Jefferson. That's a sick lineup. They're so raw. That That is such a dope lineup. That's like that's why Vince Carter is my favorite player of all time. Like 94, 95 or something. As he he should be. I think mine's still AI, but Curry might overtake that, dude. Curry's insane. AI is my favorite player of all time. Just like his swag on and off the court. He was just too cool, bro. He kept, it, a, talking about he kept it a buck, bro. Yeah, he's like, you're not going to trade me. I will literally glue my ass to the seat and not move. <laughs> All right, boys. I think that's, that's a few. Uh, that's enough basketball talk for right now. And let's uh, move it on to the hottest team in the land for baseball, our San Francisco Giants. If I Seems could, I would, I would love to start it. with uh, a little Crawford anecdote. Um I'm down here in Dallas right now. I was able to go to the Rangers game on Tuesday night. Uh, they hosted the Giants, and uh, it was the first ball game that Brandon Crawford had played since uh, he laid to rest his grandmother up in Sacramento. Uh, I know he was playing with a heavy heart. They had an off day on Monday. They were all down here already. Uh, apparently, he had to leave the funeral a bit early on Sunday to catch the flight down to Texas. So he stepped out onto the field. In the bottom of the first inning down here at Globe Life Park. Uh, and he walked out on the field alone. He was kind of shocked by that. He was looking back at the dugout, like, what's going on? But the Rangers agreed to honor him for playing the most games at shortstop as the San Francisco Giants. It was like 1,300 something games. Uh, so that was a pretty cool moment for Brandon there. I know he, he was definitely thinking about his grandmother that night and uh, what a night he had. He hit a solo home run in the sixth inning to break a tie. It was two to one at that point. And then uh, we ended up going down, I think, in the seventh or maybe bottom of the sixth. We were down four to two. 
Uh, and then in the uh, bottom of the seventh or top of the seventh or top of the eighth, we were down four to two and Mike Talkman, who had been 0 for 9 his last nine at-bats, hits a screaming line drive straight down the right field line. Uh, grand slam, we take a lead 6 to six to 4. And then uh, I, I had gotten out of there at that point. Uh, we had a, a little while of a drive back. So uh, we left with a two-run lead, and I turned on the radio to, to check in what was going on. Crawford extends the lead in the top of the ninth with another home run, this time a three-run shot. Gives us a nine to four advantage, and we were able to close it out from there. Great win, awesome, awesome day for Brandon Crawford. I know he was thinking about his grandmother a lot. Uh, you could see his reaction in the dugout. They showed it on the jumbotron. He was he was either choked up or laughing about something, and I imagine he he was thinking about his family there. So really happy for BC Crawford, man. He deserves it. He's he's had his ups and downs at the plate, but been so solid his entire career defensively. And, uh, you know, all-star appearances, gold gloves, and World Series titles, he he deserves it. What a guy. Yeah. Another gold glove incoming, too. D. Talkman did that. Uh, Talkman robbed another bomb tonight. He, did it's he? like twice in two weeks. Yeah, he's going insane. Already, <laughs> the, already the best signing of the season. <laughs> Farhan, bro, I, I was so wrong about Farhan. It's insane, Mike. <laughs> I was hating on this guy. I was like, he came here from the Dodgers to sabotage my team. What is happening? We're never going to see another World Series field again. And then, boom, all of a sudden I'm seeing, okay, we are going off. And now all these guys are about to be on off contract. And I'm following that SFG prospects page that I sent to you guys. Oh, yeah. oh my Lord. We are going to be so good. Mm -hmm. We're going to have like the youngest guns in the, in the league. And we're going to be nice. We're like the new Padres system. I swear. Now I think the best part about it, because like you, Charles, at the start of this year, I was prepared to just go to the suck bowl. and just. Oh, I was going to yeah. eat my hat. <laughs> On top of that, I was bitching and complaining why we haven't traded Crawford Posey long. Why do we still have these? And you know I wanted to trade belt three belt, years ago. Geez. You know who's leading the damn parade? Every single one of those guys this year. Everyone. They're just leading the team. These young guys are following suit, man. Posey, Crawford, Longoria. Posey Ooh. looks like a fucking rookie Belt again. is having a good Dude. season. I mean, it's bananas. So, and then look who we like have. We just brought up Sammy Long, who played with Hartley and Palsha and looks amazing after one start. We have Heliot Ramos, who I can't believe didn't make our opening day roster. I literally would have put him in our two spot after the spring he had. Uh, we have Joey Bart, who's been hindered by injuries for quite a bit of time. But, man, if we can get these guys up and get them seeing pitches at this level and get them ready, I think I think we're ready to make our next big push. If it's not this year, I mean, shit, man, I did not expect us to see this We're the best team in the league right now. Give it to us. Just I also it. want to add in Hunter Bishop to that list. Shout out ASU. He's a yes. stud. That guy. Nice, D. Yep. Uh, and last year, without Posey, who didn't play at all last year, opting out, Crawford and Bell were nowhere to be found, really, offensively. But we were led by Donovan Solano and Mike Yastrzemski. Donny Barrels. Yeah, Yastrzemski's having kind of an off. Down yeah, here, but, I mean, fire, he has, though. But he's he has, awesome. 
double digit. He'll, he'll get hot again. He'll yeah. get hot again. Yeah. He can hit. And once we have, you know, them back, if, if Donnie Barrows and Yastrzemski are playing well down the stretch and Crawford, Belt, Posey, and Longo comes back and they're all able to hold it together. I mean, we came down to the last game, game 60 last year for a spot in the playoffs. I think the Giants have, have a chance, still an outside chance. They may be first in NL West in I don't, June. But I don't know about Longo. Me I don't know if we re-sign him. Oh, no, no, no. But I'm talking about this year. Him. This year. No, oh, this like, year? Yeah. He's been kind of – he's been pretty good. He's been like 260. I mean, like we've been running bombs. a straight retirement home. Dude, but Longo It's like has if you like, weren't 30 or older, we weren't signing you at one point. Longo has like the fourth highest exit velocity off his yeah, he's, bat. He's, 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 he's stupid well. athletic. He's he the one arm. who has the famous Rays video, right, where he's talking to the reporter and he turns around and snags yeah. that that absolute <laughs> missile of a foul ball. Going yeah. straight like, for hey, the guys, reporter. Keep it on the field. Yeah, going straight <laughs> for the reporter's head. I thought that video was fake. I watched it so many times. <laughs> I was like, that can't be real. Like, how did that not just shatter his palm? I honestly thought it was fake the whole time, too. Dude, right? It looked like the old NFL commercials where they, like, dive through the, the car and, like, <laughs> grab the ball through the wood uh, wall. Shout yeah, out Zach Ertz on Sports Science. He did that he, through the plywood. <laughs> he did yeah. point on last season with Posey being out. Posey is leading the team in hits this season. Is he Really? And we're, no, and look where we're at. Um, he is the rock of the freaking San Francisco Giants and has been since he joined the team, man. That, yeah, when he's that got guy, like the highest average. Yeah. You know what's like so funny, too? He's, he's such a stubborn prick, though. Like, I love him, and we can't tell him <laughs> anything different. He refuses to move to first. Like, if he would just move to first, we could trade <laughs> Bell, and then we could bring up – That's probably why he doesn't like, want to move Joey to first, Barth, bro. Right? <laughs> yeah. Bring up – dude, he refuses to go to first. He's like, I will not play first. I am Posey. I will die squatted in this position behind the plate. <laughs> and and I, I, I honestly kind of fucking he like came to He came to college as a shortstop, too, apparently, or some shit. Oh, my God. I cannot picture that. He looks so <laughs> slow. Bro. I saw that he played literally every position in college except for pitcher, I think. That makes sense, though. I, I, like, I can see it. it just, I can't yeah, he probably picture did. it. But it makes sense. But I just can't. Because he's such like a big lug. It's just the it year like catching. Crazy. He just fucking put on power with squats. And got yeah, yeah, I was going to say, thighs. talk about some thighs. Yeah, well, he probably, he probably sleeps it. in that position. <laughs> Dude, he's like, he's it's like, like Elf on a Shelf, like but he's cozy squatted everywhere in your house. <laughs> and then Clay, your A's, man, are right there. In the yeah. yeah Clay, you want to talk about guys? the A's? I think we have time. Yep, the only A's guy here is someone to hold it down for the town. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, only the A's, left the you know, the reason I kind of stay quiet about him is because I'm used to this, right? We're, we're 10 games above uh, 500 right now, but I'm just praying that we're not going to get a fucking wild card loss <laughs> every single year. It seems to happen. Many times. The most devastating one to me is I remember – I wake up one morning and I slept on the couch for whatever reason. And I wake up and ESPN's on the TV. My brother's right there and he's like, You see what happened? I'm like, What? I look at the TV and it says, Yoannis Cespit is traded for John Lester. <laughs> and Yoannis oh. Cespit is being my fucking guy. <laughs> if you know me, anybody who's listening out there, you know me 
Yoannis uh, is my guy. Yoannis the menace, the the Cuban missile. Um, <laughs> I was devastated, Dang. and that year I think we had like six all stars, including Derek Norris, Yoannis Cespedes, just just a number of guys, right? And our three, four, five was Donaldson, Cespedes, uh, Brandon Moss, and I remember I was like, oh, we're we're winning the World Series this year. What do you know? We trade for John Lester. We end up shitting the bed all the way to the wild card when we had the best record going into the all-star break. And crazy wild card game against the Royals. I'll never forget it, but we lost that one. That was the most devastating one to me. Um, I remember that specifically. Jordy and I were playing softball that night. Yeah, it was it was it was just shitty. Like I knew the moment we traded Cespedes, I was like, what the fuck, man? Like 2014 guy who's like course. the best defensive outfielder and just drops absolute. He, if you want, literally anybody go on YouTube and look up yes. Cespedes versus the Angels when he's on the A's and he hoses every single Angels players there is. Bro, speaking of hoses, did you guys see Mookie Betts' catch and throw out at home to keep the game tied yesterday? No. That guy is a freak of nature, is he all I'm going to say. Dude, athlete. he was going the complete other direction. Like, the catch wasn't anything spectacular, especially for him. But, like, the way it took him and then the way he just slings the ball perfectly on a one-hop to the catcher who gets the guy by a good chunk of feet. Like, it wasn't that close. But, I, feel like I mean, money ball play, players. to your point, though, like, Bringer of rain, dude. Josh Donnie was another one for me that was like, "You're really gonna trade this guy right now?" Like, yeah, I it's feel the small like market conundrum. The small nobody, market. Yeah, I mean, Moneyball's a sick ass movie too. Don't get me wrong, and like the idea of it's cool, but at the end of the day, like, do you want to win a championship or are you just here to make money? Well, like I said a few podcasts ago, there's nothing we can do. There's no salary cap in baseball. You yeah, they do everything that they can yeah, to advantage unless. Fucking- Unless the owner's willing to fork over a shitload of money that I know they have. I think, I, honestly, you know what I think they need to do is they need to move to Vegas with the Raiders. That would be the best thing for their franchise, in my opinion. Because they fill the stadium every day. It's kind of embarrassing that they don't fill that 40-person stadium when um, it's like the 40-person <laughs> stadium. 40,000. Sorry, 40,000. When the A's put out, like, a just as good as product, if not better, than the Giants. Sycamore Park. It's like, you know, growing up, we would all go to that fucking A's game because they were way more fun. You'd Fucking I, Bart, get hammered and freaking oh yeah, walk along the little path walk. Right now. They're like, just oh, selling you're weed and, you know, just doing whatever. It's, oh, you're not like, vax? Come on in. Bro, if you're under 21, hate, A's games, the way to go. <laughs> I would hate to see the A's move, not only because I love them and they're my team, they're 20 minutes from me, but also since they are 20 minutes from me, Oakland would become a fucking war zone. So that's more of a reason why I don't want to see – the A's oh, Oakland has no yeah. sports. Oh, my God. <laughs> if Oakland has no sports, <laughs> get me out of California. Because uh, yeah. Like, the, the, the concept stadium that they had at Jack London Square with that, like, gondola thing that went from – On the waterfront, yeah. Did yeah, you see that? The, like, yeah. gone – dude, that was super dope. I'm guessing that just didn't get approved. No, I'm pretty sure they've had, like, a – They've had like five different plans. It's so dumb, though, because that the Oakland Zoo has that same stupid gondola. I've been on it. <laughs> Takes you to their dumb little cafe or you get your dumb little food. <laughs> the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> Dude, RIP, it's gone from Disneyland. It's still in Vegas. They put in like Planet Pizza or whatever the 
the the thing is from uh, Toy, Story. Toy Story, which Pizza is actually Planet. fire. Yeah, Pizza you need Planet. to get there. Yeah. I do want to say though, real quick, back to to Clay's wild card story. That was 2014, and the Giants went on to play the Royals. I, you know, who's to say that wouldn't have been another battle of the Bay? Just had to yeah. get through that last inning. Uh, I, I really wish that would. Was happen. that Asian homie year? D. Yeah, I'm blanking Norioki. on his name. Norioki. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. He was with the Royals, and then he was with the Giants. I think he was with the Royals in 2014. We played against him in the World Series, and then he came to the Giants. One man's trash is another man's treasure. (laughs) You get beat by your own team sometimes. (laughs) Talking about Uh, Fredo? No, no, no. No. Nori Aoki. He came from the Royals the year after. I forgot Cueto was on the Royals, huh? And then he went to the Reds, and then he came to us. Or was no, he was on the Reds. Or was he it Reds? The Royals for like a half a season. He came to the there, Royals for their run, and, and then they. The Royals are the Royals are a team like the A's, where they can't afford anybody, so they trade for him for half right. a season when they're playing Mustakis. well. Mustakis, Mustakis is another example. One. Clay, they yeah, couldn't they afford him. So it works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, who was homie in the outfield? Uh, Alex Gordon. Fast. Alex Gordon. No. Or, yeah, it was Alex Gordon. The Black He's Fool. Yeah, it was out. Oh my God, you're not Dyson, right? No, not you know who oh, I'm Lorenzo talking about. Oh. Lorenzo Kane. Oh, Lorenzo Kane. Yeah, Lorenzo yeah. Kane. Nice, nice, D. Nice. Thank you. My fantasy no, team name. Shit out of me. Brewers now. My fantasy team contract. name for days was Lorenzo Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> but we've grown up since then. If you're listening, Mom. No, yeah, mine was, <laughs> mine was mine was long. Yeah, mine was also that. Uh, I got I was... Chris Sale over and over again. <laughs> yeah, Barber's, Barber's cocaine, cocaine sale. sale. <laughs> Jesus I've Christ. got Donovan Solano on my fantasy team, and luckily I was in Texas, but I was looking through my uh, my fantasy team in an open space, and my name is Donnie Trump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fire. I I still do, no politics, I still no think politics, I still think to this day my best for Donnie uh, Barrels. I still think my best fantasy baseball name to this day was Old Dirty Bastardo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. One. That, that was, was fire. It's a great one. Yeah. All right, boys. I think we got like a few minutes left in this. Uh, I'd like to talk about that, something in this episode. Yeah, anyone got? Yeah. Just really grinding their gears recently. Clay, what do you want to talk about? All right, hold on. For me. So. Um, um, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah yes. we can hear you. So, um, I'm going online the other day to make a couple bets on these uh, on these NBA games, right? And what I see is an entertainment section after I make my bets. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a look here, see what's going on. And what I see is... Um, Will aliens win the war against humans at plus 150? (laughs) Uh, So I kind of took a, you know, I'm like, okay, this is pretty interesting. I take a look again. There's more bets. Who will be abducted first? Elon Musk is at like plus 140. 
So, boys, with all uh, the Pentagon releasing info that there's aliens out there, what do we think about this? The tight spread. Oh, <laughs> what was, oh, the, what was the disclaimer? Yeah, like, no, I love this. There was play. a disclaimer like these bets void if not hit by 2022. Yeah. If the war does Please. not start by 2022, the bet. See, that's is what void. worries me more than any of these bets is why is Vegas so confident that there's <laughs> yeah. going to be a war with aliens Bovada, in the next something. 12 months? I mean, yeah, Bovada is Vegas. Not though. A, not <laughs> Not only that, the, not only that, but the Pentagon releases info saying that aliens it's are dot LV though, Barb. Like there, there's there's a former Navy deal. SEAL yeah, dot LV just means the country it's in. Las Vegas, it's no, it's Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. It's Las Vegas's Vegas. betting deal. Before any of like sports betting was legalized, that's it's always been Vegas. Also, uh, I'm pretty sure that. Uh, they're just using 2022 as a date to refresh. It's not yeah, that the war is pending. <laughs> Dude, they're they're <laughs> racking. Are you kidding me? I, I'm betting on humans all day. To well, it's, it's a it's a good bet, Chops, because if you bet on the aliens, you're probably not gonna be able to cash out. Yeah, how are That's you gonna exactly cash out? Exactly what Barbara was saying, and yeah. and my point was the only the only thing that would make me want to bet against the grain and go for the big bucks here is if it's like an I am legend type scenario where once they get you, like you just turn into them. So like if I turn into Mr. Martian, hey, Mr. Martian, are you here to clean up on your tab with also your Zombies don't have a currency, dude. Dude, they would just trade and flesh. That's that's why they want Elon, (laughs) because his Asperger's ass is just going to know everything and they're going to study him like a specimen. And then they're going to take his best qualities and get rid of his worst ones. And then they're just going to like make a clone. All right, I think those edibles really kicked in the chassis. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Canna. That's the uh, sponsor we have. It really is. I was at the club. All right. I got to leave with one more story. I was at the club and homie was next to me with his gold ass chain. Like, yeah, any of the king gummies, the, the nanos, though, the hard hitters, the, the intense ones. And I was like, this guy gets it. I'm like looking at the whole thing at Eddie's. I was like, those are definitely the best ones on there. So you better not take the last ones or I'll fight you over it, bro. You're like, I wouldn't have, have fought him. Having. He would have pulled a gat on me. <laughs> I'll have what he's having. <laughs> Dude, they also have like the super dope. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it on like Wiz or Burner's uh, social media accounts, but it's like their official cookies like a uh, uh, gravity bong oh, yeah. where it like spins. Dude, they have it in the corner and I don't know if I can take a picture of it. I'm going to try and do it next time. It looks insane. I wish you could like try it in the back, like where they used to have like the lounges, like BPG and stuff back in the day. But yeah, sorry. All right, boys, that, uh, that does it for our time tonight. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the new podcast, formerly known as Dick Good Podcast, currently known as Chat Shit Get Hazed. See you next week. Once again, sponsor us. Brought to you by Sierra Nevada Hazy. Cheers, gentlemen. And also Shadow Puppet. They're local in Livermore. Check them out.